All right, Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving weekend around the corner. As always, it is a pleasure to remind us of Pat Sheehan's famous saying about Thanksgiving that it's about the three F's family, football, and food. Uh, enjoy the time with family if you are doing so. Enjoy time with friends if that's who you choose to spend your holiday with. Enjoy the meals, however they big they may be or whatever is on your table and plate. Uh, and most importantly, enjoy the freaking U Sports football slate, baby. Uh, first off, Ken West takes a collective bye week over Thanksgiving. I love it. Uh, it's nice for the kids to be able to get home, especially with the conference being so widespread. But the rest of the country, we are rolling on. McMaster on the bye week, and I mentioned in the OUA recap that I wanted to kind of talk about a larger aspect issue that I believe McMaster Marauders are going to go through. And when we look at Mac, Mac, since that 2019 and 2018 success, where we saw them go all the way. It has not been the McMaster Marauders. Not the same McMaster Marauders. I really, really, really wish that this team could find a way back to that level. But at this point in juncture, with this current composition of uh, coaches and Offensive line, defensive line, DBs, receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. Um, where is that going to come from? What is it going to take? Because with Keegan Hall, we know that they have the quarterback to get back to that level. They have some receiving prospects in Patton and Cooling who, you know, they can get to that level. They've consistently put defensive linemen, uh, Enoch Penilaria a couple years ago, uh, Mitchell Price is going to be one this year that can compete offensive line they've had a prospect here or there but for some reason as a whole this team just cannot find their groove find their mojo that they had pre-covid when they made it to the national semifinals and had to travel out to calgary and since that moment where they took on the dinos and dean leonard and adam sanagra and uh jamin pelly and co just kind of pushed them around mac has really really struggled and uh, this year is no exception. I know last year they kind of had the derailment with uh, one of the uh, eligibility issues. They ended up having to forfeit a couple of games, but look at this lineup. They beat York, but they lost to Guelph, lost to Laurier, lost to Toronto last week, lost to Western, lost to Windsor. They have to play Waterloo and then go to Ottawa to close their year before that final week bye. Now they play Waterloo uh this weekend coming up, but as we look at the McMaster Marauders, what is going to change? To me, is Coach P untouchable? I believe Coach P is untouchable for this McMaster team. He is uh, historic. He is famed in the program. He, not too long ago, had a Yates Cup championship. He, to me, is untouchable. But where are the checks coming in for McMaster that they're going to reshape this program? Is it positional coaches? Is it coordinators? Is it a recruiting overhaul where they just need that one or two good years 
of high level athletes to really change themselves and set them up for success? Or is it a philosophy in their coaching schemes and mechanics? I don't know, but for me, McMaster is one of these pivotal programs that when Mac is back, everyone is rolling. It is a great place to have Hamilton involved in U sports football when they have a winning team. But right now, it's a bleak season. It's looking like it might be one and seven, two and six. Uh, at best, they're three and five. But that five is a big five, considering you've lost to the two top, three top teams: Guelph, who's a contender at your level, and Toronto, who, quite frankly, you beat yourselves in that game. Blocked punt for a touchdown, two pick sixes. You beat yourself when you played the Toronto Varsity Blues. Uh, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see Mac, how they reshape themselves this offseason. Uh, but next year, I hope to be hearing Mac is back and all the profanity that goes with that song. Um, all right. Next topic of conversation. Uh, Laurie Goldenhawks on the road at the Ottawa GGs this weekend. Expect them to be flying. Fresh off a of bye week, they've got a good stretch coming up. Ottawa, Windsor, and then that big... Week 9 matchup against the Western Mustangs. Uh, I'm looking for this team this week to get their ground game going. Uh, What I want to see as we head down the final stretch. OUA specific for this one. When you look at the standings, it's really top heavy. But I want to see that Ottawa GG's team with Josh Jansen can they be a thorn in someone's side? We know their defense is going to be good, but can they balance the offense enough? Queens. Don't sleep on this team. And Carlton. Uh, tomorrow, Friday night's game. Yeah, tomorrow's game. Uh, I will be going joined by former Carlton Raven, Tanner DeYoung. Uh, we're going to be checking out the Queens-Carlton game. To me, this is pivotal. This defines how this season goes. Because if you look at the standings, that's the cutoff is Carlton. They are the seventh seed right now. If they lose this game, Waterloo wins over Mac. Uh Uh-oh, Carlton's out. Their defense has really given teams the fits. Uh, I know they lost the Panda game. They've lost all of their games really tightly this year. Uh, The Western game is scored. Doesn't really indicate that it was overly tight, but remember, Carlton led them at the half this year. So when they have lost, it has been close. When they have won, it has been dominant. Can this team put it together against the Queens Golden Gales? Can Queens get healthy? Because quite frankly, people may not know the level of injuries they've had. Salas Hubert, the reigning lineman of the year in the OUA, has not played a snap. Darian Newell didn't dress last week. Keegan Vanek missed a game at the start of the year from his uh, injury at the East-West Bowl. Alex Vreken is now out thanks to a late hit against the Western Mustangs. This team has dealt with the injury bug all year long. And yeah, they lost to Windsor. Yeah, they lost to Laurie. Yeah, they lost to Western. So has everyone else. And for Queens, they've got a chance to run the end of this schedule. Coach Schneider is going to have them humming. You'd never want to peak too early in the season. I think having this adversity and having to fight for where they're going to belong in the playoffs is going to set them up for success. If they get healthy, this team is going to cause upsets. They are going to cause mayhem. 
and the threat is still alive, dare I say, to host the Vanier Cup at their own stadium. I know it would be a big stretch. I know it would be a big jump. But you never know when a team gets hot and plays like they do with really good defense, ball control offense, and the ability to take shots. You never know how far it can go. All right. Uh, I talked to Amandred last week. I'd like to kind of lean into some AUS football talk as Bishops has really come on as the number two team this season. Uh, we don't get to see ex-Bishops again for another week, I know. Um, but what we do get this weekend is ex-hosting Acadia Bishops on the road against St. Mary's. I'm looking at Bishops. Typically when you see collegiate sports, uh, U.S. has a ton of examples of this in college football, you play a really high emotional, exhausting game against a rival that you need to beat so badly you go all out and whether you win or just fall short, the week after takes a lot out of you. Now, luckily for these teams, neither of them are playing Mount Allison. Um, because I think Mount A is probably the third team in the AUS, and this would have been a perfect time to catch one of these two giants. But St. Mary's, they have been frisky at times. I'm, I know the scores aren't indica- indicative of that, but uh, and Acadia, their defense has done well at times to limit a team's best options. So uh, for Bishops and St. Francis, X is kind of easier because they're at home. They don't have to take a long road trip after that. But Bishops, all the way into Halifax to take on St. Mary's. Is this going to be a flop game? I don't think so. I think uh, Quirion is going to throw the ball a ton. I would not be surprised if he was up around 350 for this game. Uh, But Bishops, the big test, it's not how you play against X because it's the regular season. You're going to get a second crack at them. But it's how do you follow up that high, intense, emotional game. We'll see this week coming up. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's too much to go through in, without the Can West. All eyes are on Can West for me. Next week, we have a sweet slate of games. We've got Sask, Alberta. Uh, Manitoba, Regina should be a good one as well. Oh, wait. And the second coming of Laval, Montreal next week from Sepsum. Yeah. So next week is going to be a big one. Of course, Windsor-Laurier as well. Um, don't want to project too, too far ahead, but there was just some storylines I wanted to talk about. Obviously, Mac, Queens making a run towards the end of this year, and how Bishops responds after that game against X. Uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving, like I mentioned, off the hop. Stay tuned for next week. Stay tuned to OUA.tv, and head to fox40shop.com to get the 15% off discount for the worldwide leader in Whistle Tech. Christmas is coming. Black Friday is coming. Why not treat someone special to the best whistle in the world? Fox40shop.com CFP15 at checkout gets you 15% off. As always, at Wade Zank, anticipating the return of Connor R. O'Neill here in a week or so. Uh, Stay tuned. It will be a glorious reunion episode. He probably has a ton to get off his chest uh, after his three-week hiatus or four-week hiatus, however long we end up being. But... Enjoy the Thanksgiving festivities.